toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. Take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing out that light and love and send it back to all of humanity. Remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Our conversation today is kind of a continuation from the previous episode. So if you haven't listened to that one, um, maybe check it out after you listen to this one. It's episode number 178, where we talk about um, how to raise your spiritual consciousness. And so this is a continuation of that conversation when we were diving in about because our podcast mission is to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet and how we have, we can create actually our own, like how to guide and we give specific ways on how to do that. So check that out, but it does require trusting our own inner wisdom. And I know that there is a lot of confusion around, well, how, how do we do that? Like, how can we really know that we are really listening and trusting this inner knowing wisdom, whatever you 
like to refer to it as. And we're just not thinking our own random crazy thoughts. And I, I mean, I still question myself many times, especially when I'm doing like some like Reiki self-healing for myself and like this maybe message comes through and I'm thinking to myself, was, was, was that like really me? Was that like my wisdom or am, am I just thinking random crazy thoughts? So, <laughs> and just know that that's totally normal. And for some of us, this is a long process that we learn throughout many, many years. And for some of us, I mean, I have clients actually that this has always been something that they've been connected to since they were little children. So no comparisons. Um, we all have our own unfolding of how we learn and grow in this process of trusting our own inner wisdom. Yeah, I think, you know, recognizing that it is a continuum and it is a journey for every individual. Um, there's layers upon layers and 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 so and, and sometimes you know it's important to recognize like when that has been shut down when our voice or our our knowing has been shut down and even as children right so then we stop trusting ourselves because we get we start giving our power away to people you know that are maybe our, our caregivers right our family and and so it's an uncovering you know and sometimes it, it's a longer journey for others and so you know, wherever you're starting is just perfectly the most beautiful place to start because that's what you are working with, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so just trust in that too, you know, and it is an unfolding and, and maybe in, in this moment and, you know, there, you might be um, just having to remind yourself to stop, right? And, and, and get quiet. And I think that's really, really important is to have that quiet time and move away from the distractions, right? I think, you know, we have so many distractions, the TV, the phones, you name it, right? <laughs> like lights all over the place, things. And so, you know, these shiny objects that catch our attention and to distract us from our deeper knowing, our, our like wisdom that we hold within. And so letting go of all that and, taking time to, to do some, some deeper dive work, you know, um, can really help quiet the mind and quiet the overstimulation and allow for, for messages to be heard. That's when the mind is quiet. That's when the, the messages really start to emerge. And then we can see and hear, feel, you know, however those messages, however that knowing comes to you, then we can learn to really tap in and trust that because it's coming from a, a deeper, quiet place. Absolutely. And just to piggyback what you had said earlier, you know, as a child growing up, I can't say that my inner wisdom or intuition was fostered in, in any way. So as I grew up, and I think as I went into public schooling and where everything had to be proven scientifically, um, I didn't really learn or know that I could trust this wisdom that would come to me. And I like how you say we can feel or we can know, because I do think that inner wisdom can come through different people in different ways. And sometimes you might've heard these as like the four Claire's of like clairvoyant, claircognizant, clairaudient, Oh, I'm missing the 
sentient. Claire sentient. Thank you. <laughs> I was like the other one. Um, and and so I got you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Because um, the four Claire's just popped into my head when you mentioned that. Because I think people think, oh, I have to see images, or I'm definitely going to hear like this voice, and that's going to be it. And I would say, be open to all the ways. Maybe it's a felt. Like you actually, it's a felt sensation, or maybe it's just this knowing, like it wasn't a visual image. It wasn't like words, like clairaudient, like, or, but it, it can come in so many different ways and not to judge it and not to fear it. Because I think sometimes we think, oh, well, what, you know, what does that mean? And then the rational mind gets in there and wants to explain like what specifically it means and, and how it's going to turn out. Cause we want to be safe you know we want to feel like we're safe and we know but really i don't think inner wisdom operates on that level so just being open and you know some some little children are very aware that they have one of these clairs and it's fostered throughout their life and for me for example i think you know claire audience had been there but because it didn't make sense in in my world at that time, it got dampened. And that wasn't until I became very open and also used my own voice that that started to resurface and become more clear again. Mm. Yeah, you know, and I think for me, like I've been I've been really uncovering a lot of my own deeper knowing, right? That for me it hasn't been fostered either in my childhood. And in fact, there was, you know, just the, a sense of, you know, children should be seen and not heard and and that I, you know, wasn't really uh it, it wasn't something that my parents knew how to do is to foster, you know, um their, you know, my inner wisdom. And so, so it's been many, many layers that I've had to go through to get to where I'm at. And so, and, and I'm still, it's a, still an everyday all the time process, right? It's not something that I, I've perfected in any way. It's, it's, a, yeah. it's an ongoing, there's no perfection, right? I just have to say that too. There's, you don't, you know, it's not getting it right or getting it perfect, but it's about taking time. It's about taking time to be open and listening and being consistent. So, you know, so for me, it's like, it, it comes from a deep knowing, like, I just know. And like, you know, most of the time it, it turns out to be right, or I'll get like a message of confirmation and I'll, it's, it's just deep knowing. And I feel it deep in my, my sacral chakra and my, my, you know, my gut energy and my, you know, solar plexus. And so it's like this, this awareness. And, and sometimes I will just have this, you know, sense of something and, and then it'll, something will happen to confirm that. Or like, maybe I'll, I'll just have this message. Oh, I think I'm, you know, like this morning, actually, I was l watching this uh, video and I thought, I was like, oh, I'm going to send this to my friend. I think she would really resonate with this. And I sent it to her and she's like, I was just looking for a video to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so it was just like tuning into those little things too. And those little things can, you know, when you start trusting in, um, I'm, I'm going to send this because I, you know, I had this, this intuition that it would be, you know, something that she would appreciate. And, you know, so those little things start to add up and then the little things become big things. And so yeah. you're, 
really learning, you're building that muscle, but you're building that trust with yourself, right? And and so when you build that trust with yourself, then you start to really trust yourself and you trust your intuition and you trust those messages that you're getting. And so then that's going to build a stronger layer by layer and it's going to create a, an energy where you're going to really be able to know that okay, this message is coming. I'm going to trust the guidance in it. And you're going to feel good about that. And there's the doubt is going to fade away. Mm, I love how you bring up the little things because I think there's this idea that inner wisdom is like the like this huge epiphany kind of thing. And yes, it, it might be. Um, but I also think it's just the little things that we trust. Like, oh, I'm thinking of this person. Maybe I will call them or send them an email. Or, you know, and we just kind of follow these little rabbit holes to see where they lead and being detached from a specific outcome. And for me personally, uh, patience is key in this because I, I mean, I admit I like to like, I think, oh, here's the outcome and it's going to happen, you know, quickly because I'm, I'm doing these things when really it's in the being energy, like being intuitive or being a deep listener can, you know, naturally create this, whether you call it flow state or things synchronistically um, move in a way that maybe our brains wouldn't have even thought of, but there is a process of being patient with ourselves and being willing to not know the answers. And for me personally, that's a place where, where I am at. I've had a lot of change this last year with um, moving and being in a new community and, you know, teaching locally, yes, here in Montana, but then also my online, it's just taken up this whole different shape that uh, I, I didn't even know I needed to be aware of. And so using my intuition to make the, just the next right decision, um, I think is key in, like you said, built, building the muscle of intuition. <laughs> mm, yes. I love that. Right. Like I'm learning even more and more, right. That at least for, for, you know, kind of going back to human design and, you know, and, and my own human design. And if mm. you're familiar with human design, I would really encourage you to look it up. And we did an episode, um, a couple episodes on human design. So yeah, look that up. But my personal human design is all about living in the now. And, you know, I used to have this like five-year plan and and everything. And, and, and I realized that five-year plan is, doesn't work for me. And, you know, I could like trying to get a sense of what, where do I want to be? What do I want to be doing? And, and so for me though, it is about living in the now and it's an unfolding. So it's okay. So I'm going to, if something comes into my awareness, right in this moment, in this now, uh, that's the moment I can tap into. Is this is this moment, is this thing coming into my awareness? Is this opportunity or this experience or this, you know, whatever, is that feeling right to me? And is that a full body? Yes. Right. And is that my deeper knowing when I'm like, yes, this is the next step, right? The unfolding, because that next step will lead to the next step. It will lead to the next step will lead me eventually into five years. Right. But I don't have to get it all figured out, but I can, 
continue to allow that process to unfold and trust that I'm being led, right? It's this energy that I'm being led by something greater outside of me and within me. So it's it's a co-creation that the universe is bringing to me the things I need because I'm in, I'm in flow. When I'm out of flow, I know that too, because things aren't showing up in the way and they're not being as within with ease and grace right it feels like there's a lot of tension and resistance and sometimes Mm. you know needed when you're you know if if things aren't unfolding but it's maybe a resting time right but so um but when things are in the flow yeah it's like this you know you're getting this energy you're getting what you need in the moment and that's your opportunity to really step in and, and trust in that that next unfolding and that's Mm. my personal experience but that's been that's been really helpful and has really worked for me and my situation because I get to like not have to figure everything out right now and I I know I have a bigger vision you know of like how I want to feel right and that's a another thing so that feeling and and knowing the intention of what I want to create um, on a more uh, systemic or con- higher level of consciousness energy. And then, you know, and, and so what, where that's leading me has been unfolding. I don't know what that's going to look like right now because I'm trying to get out of the way and, you know, the how, but because I don't have to figure everything out. I don't have to know how, right. I can just allow the process to unfold and not feel like I have to do all the time. Hmm. I love that you explained that because I think that can be a tricky thing. Uh, I, I do remember, and and I'm still obviously a work in, in progress with this because I do like to plan, but I do have like a particular emotion I align with or like for my year, I have a send culpara heart's deepest desire. And I still do plan out. Now I'm becoming less attached to the outcome of it. (laughs) And I have to really check in with my energy periodically and be like, okay, am I being this or am I just trying to force and do it and think it all out from the mind? And this is one of the things I, I really like to work with my clients on is like holding that greater vision or sankalpa is what the the yogis call it. And I mean, I get it. We, for many of us planning, we have to live our lives and have a trajectory. Uh, But having this balance of, you know, can I still hold that space and trust my inner wisdom and trust the process? And again, it's little, it's in the little things that we begin to develop that, um, that muscle and then still have maybe a longer trajectory of this is the direction of where I want to go. And I will, you know, to the best of my ability of what I know right now, offering myself forgiveness and grace when things don't go as the way I thought is planned. Who knows? Maybe it's even better. That's my new question to many of my clients. What if what if it could be even better than, than what we imagine and hold space for that? Mm. Um, I think that can be a really fun way because it can be fun to really trust in our own unique inner wisdom Mm, absolutely that's that's really a big theme like in a lot of clients I work with too um just learning and trusting you know and, and working with someone to really sit with their own 
deepest knowing, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we really take that time and get quiet, right? And and so I will I will let I'll sit there with someone and just help them just experience what that feels like. And, you know, without all the the clouded emotions and, you know, we'll work through those layers and, you know, and, and then get to that, that deeper knowing and where that, where that resides within them and, and then strengthening that. So helping them to embody that feeling of trust, right? Because the more we sit there and tune into that feeling and, and we allow it to grow and expand, we can, we can grow that and that way it's going to be there a lot stronger than, you know, if we, if we don't do that. So I think that's really important. Um, and I, it's so rewarding to just witness the transformation when someone really, really like taps into that deeper knowing, because that helps them, you know, unfold in their life. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful process. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't you agree? I think that's one of my one of my favorite things about being a holistic healer and coach and for you as a psychotherapist, like we get to be the witness to some mm-hmm. pretty amazing transformation, people who have evolved. Like I look at people who've worked with me, you know, for months and months and I'll say, remember, remember when, you know, the anxiety, you know, was so bad that you couldn't show up to work, but look now you have these tools, you've learned to trust your own inner wisdom and know which tools work for you and which ones don't. And that's totally okay that they don't. It's not like they're a failure because that one maybe particular energy healing technique didn't really resonate with them. That's fine. But it's that slow building um, that we get to witness in in other people. I think that's part of the magic. And I mean, it's definitely why I keep doing what I'm what I do despite some of the obstacles. Absolutely. And, and again, like going back to that, right. It's an unfolding it's, there's no, no such thing as perfection. Right. But we do have to take that consistent time to really sit with ourselves. Right. And, and uncover the, the, the cultural conditioning or the familial conditioning or however it's been conditioned right because we all we've all been conditioned in some way or another right we have to acknowledge that and so but also love that at the same time because then we get to work through that to really dive deep to who we truly are at the core and that core is so beautiful and we all have this this ability to have a deeper knowing to receive these messages no matter how they're coming and so just you know, taking the time to really sit with them and, and, and get quiet with yourself. And, you know, it, it'll, it'll start to become clearer and clearer as, uh, as time goes on. Mm, so true. So uh, the, the encouragement to our listeners out there, take some time, whether it's right after you listen to this podcast um, or later today, make, make it a plan, a short-term plan, but make it a plan to spend some time with yourself, not distracted, put the phone away, you know, maybe go outside if the day is nice, where you can just be in natural lighting, if that's possible, but gift yourself, give yourself permission to just be and just tune in and yes, notice it, notice the crazy thoughts that sometimes float in and out being very unattached. You're not those thoughts, 
but also really start to listen, notice where in your body some of these emotions are coming up with, just being a witness to the mind. And then it could be a simple asking of what do I need to know in this moment? And just see if any type of what I call divine download comes. And if not, that's totally okay. But give yourself the time. It is such a gift. And it's so necessary to build that muscle of trusting your own wisdom. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. I'm Brenda Carey, and as a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. My website is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacey Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. And you can find out more about my work, my book and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. You can check out our links in the show notes. Please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast and stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.